Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And speaking of Arby's, you can still get the Wagyu Burger. I was mistaken because when I went in the other night to get my mom uh, the classic roast beef and cheddar, and we got two for $7. I had one with cheese, and she's dairy-free, so... I got hers without cheese, then we got some fries, and boy, she was happy. You, I mean, she just, as she was eating it, I looked over and she just gave me the thumbs up. Um, that's the best thing I can do for her is bring her a, a roast beef sandwich from Arby's, but the Wagyu burger, and I'd already made my order, and I looked up at the board and saw the Wagyu burger was still there, and I thought it was done the day after Christmas, but it's still there. It's going off the menu soon for a while. Um, same thing with a strawberry shake, so you can still hurry on over to Arby's and get those, and then there's all kinds of new stuff coming up that I will tell you about eventually, and the fish is one of those. I don't know. Have you had the Wagyu burger, Matt? No, I haven't. I just kind of boring. I just stick with ham and Swiss. I, I am, too. I, I, you know, for me to for me to wrap on Wednesday on the early morning show, I, I usually don't get out of the box, my box, very often. Yeah, they may, I know you've got this blank look on your eyes, like, what? Yeah. yeah. They tried to make me rap, and then Thursday morning I came in, and I actually did rap at the very beginning of the show. You should stick to eating raps <laughs> at Arby's. Yes, I know. I know I should, but you got to try. You know, you got to got to try to impress the kids. Trying to be young and hip on the yep. morning show. Now, cool. So. Not hip. Cool. Oh. Yeah. I don't have all the lingo. Well, hip is a pretty old one, I think, and I would use the same term, but. Bailey was using cool, so I'm going to go with cool. But a guy and, that knows all the lingo and how to jive with the kids is the guy that's on campus all the time. So. Yeah, and that's that's uh, Sid Cordemar. Sid, uh, how many people actually know your first name? We were wondering about this. Um, at USF, um, a small percentage, let's say, <laughs> just the people up in the business office, perhaps. The ones that write you a check. That's exactly right, yeah. yes. That would be right. And, you know, all the years I worked at Kello, they spelled my name wrong on my check, but it's still cashed. So I never said so, anything. Yeah. Who, who cares, right? Right. It's, as long as Cordemeyer, when you write out Cordemeyer, if it cashes at the bank, it's a good deal. You know, show me the money. Yeah. Yep, show you the money. Hey, uh, have you had a chance to try the Wagyu burger at Arby's yet? Well, I, honestly, I have not. I'm, I'm more of a pita person so uh but uh golly that's certainly an inviting thing to think about tomorrow for lunch yep it they're they and and again i'm one to talk uh neil graf loves them loves them and he was always a reuben guy so he's now switched Mm -hmm. that's his favorite there so maybe give it a try because you know uh obviously roast beef is their main deal because arby's is named after r b for roast beef, roast beef, mm-hmm. Arby's, that's where the name came from. Uh, but they've branched out, and they've got so many other things now. It's just even better. All right, Sid Cordemeyer, our guest. Um, wanted to get you to reflect here a little bit on the days of Kalen DeBoer and all, obviously what's going on now with the Millbank native. Uh, as you go back to 1993, could you only could you ever have imagined here we'd be talking about Kalen, 31 years later, when he was a freshman at USF, 
as the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide football team. I, I The word I keep using is surreal, and it's the word I'm going to keep using for a while. Well, I think that's certainly appropriate. Uh, for me, I don't dream that big anymore, you know, so I, I knew the man. Uh, I love to tell the story of when I first met him um, on a really nice, uh, spring day, he was on a campus visit and I was the athletic director at the time and, and I walked into stuffy old Pierce gym and here's Coach Young with this nice looking athletic just beaming with youth, brimming with youth and he introduced me and he said, this is Kalen DeBoer. He's going to be something very special. And as I checked the Old Testament, I, have not found a chapter or a book yet that Bob wrote, but his prophecy certainly came true. <laughs> uh, but we're talking, anybody that knows Kalen knows he's special. He's genuine. He's down to earth. Uh, I mean, he's all those things you want your son to be, for example, or your best friend or whatever. He's almost too good to be true. Is that a fair statement? Well, yeah, and, you know, when you get to know him, you know, you ride in the car or you talk like we used to about every Monday when he was our football coach, you just get such a sense of, uh, you know, his humility, but you see his hard work, and and then that truth becomes more real and more relevant as you watch him just in front of you mature and grow and and um make his um you know inestimable contribution to what usf is so you met him as athletic director through your job matt how how did you and kaylin to get to be friends we crossed over at usf but i really got to know him because i worked with nicole for a few years so when they were dating and got married i was working with nicole and Got to know Kalen and uh, just always such an engaging person. He really focus on you and make you feel like you're important, even when there's a lot of other things going on. And I see that what makes him such a great coach, uh, a mentor, a recruiter. Um, he's just got a way to connect with people in a way that a lot of people just can't be that sincere and uh, appreciate that about him. Sid, I, I, I think it's easy to understand why the folks in Washington are so disappointed because they lost a really good one. Well, yes, and, you know, I I would prefer to frame it like there, there's some trash talk as there's normally going to be, but but my goodness, I, I'd rather have them grieving over my my uh, departure than to say, good luck, see ya, you know what <laughs> I mean? Exactly. Thanks for the memories, but, but I'd much rather, because he meant so much to them in a very short time, as is his nature, I can see where there would be some, you know, just some, I don't know if it's hurt feelings is appropriate, but but they're disappointed that they lost a good guy. And, and you know, I think when his time at USF came to a close, there weren't any hard feelings. Or, you know, we we wished him well because it was time for him to, to move on and, use his gifts and abilities in a, a, another arena, perhaps a higher 
a higher level, which has, of course, proven out. But um, I understand. I do. Well, and what he did in Seattle, uh, almost mind-boggling. I mean, they they were they weren't a dumpster fire like Tennessee was before Josh Heupel got there, uh, but they were, you know, borderline dumpster fire. They were four and eight the year before he got there, and obviously a tradition-rich school had not had success in football for a long time, and he turned them around so fast. Were you surprised at what he was able to do in such a short period of time? Because, my gosh, I mean, I. I should say, how surprised were you? Because there's no way you couldn't be surprised that they went 11 and 2 and 14 and 1 and ended up in the national championship game in just two years. Well, you know, it was something difficult probably to predict, but I was pleasantly surprised, certainly. But when you look at his track record, you know, and here's, here's a guy that, is not unfamiliar with taking over from legends. He took over from Coach Young. He took over for Jeff Tedford. And then he created his own legend, certainly, but his own atmosphere. But he he's able to get people to buy into what he's about. Matt alluded to it earlier, you know, about just his personality and his demeanor he gets people to think like winners and we know that winners win. And one of the great things is that although the program was in dishevelment and, and the previous coach had, had issues and stuff, but, but Kalen's just able to overcome that. And I think it's something that he and Curtis and Chuck and the people that, were freshmen in 93, but they just learned to overcome so much that when they get to situations where they need to implement new, new regimes and that they're well suited to do that. And so him leaving Washington, I think, uh, but you can hardly not wish the man well. So that's hopefully what most of Washington has done. And, um, goodness, you know, it's, I thought to myself, I spoke with him several times about, uh, Washington and he and Nicole and his daughters, Alexis and Avery really enjoyed Washington area and they were thinking of settling there, but, but it's Alabama. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, what do you say? Yes. You know, and Alexis is going to play softball at Washington, by the way, that's, Still, I, I, going to happen. I think so. Yes. I think she's going to, she enjoys the coach and the team and the camaraderie. Of course, she's made a number of friends. She'll graduate this spring and, and, uh, she'll mature young lady. And, um, so that's a concession, I suppose, for Washington. It's been fun to watch this family. I mean, how tight knit they are and they've traveled a lot and they've stayed really tight knit and close together and. It's going to be exciting to watch the Alexis's career. I mean, from everything I hear, Washington's softball is poised to compete for national championships the next three, four years. Oh, yeah. So yep. They're going to yeah. be sitting good. But, yeah. You know, talking about Kalen and all the things that have prepared him along the way, the moment's never been too big for him. He's just always been prepared. I found a cool feed when we watched the national championship game and the Sugar Bowl where they 
you could stream on ESPN, and it had the Washington radio broadcast, but it also had a side camera just on Kalen. So watching two games with a camera on him the entire game, he just doesn't get rattled. The guy just is ready for those moments, and it's fun to watch. Doesn't curse. You know, he's not. He never, he told me, you know, he's just never felt that was a productive thing to chew out a player on national TV. And I remember a play they had in the middle of the year where they called a, oh, a bad holding call or something. And his response to the white cap was, as you could see him mouth that you got to be kidding me. Well, that's about other coaches, you know, perhaps lesser coaches. You can see him mouth off some not pleasant words. So, but yeah, I, I think there's some about in the strength of his family, as Matt said, is Phyllis did such a great job raising as a single mom, those, that family and, um, had a lot to, a lot of strengths. What, what's your greatest memory of, of Kalen at USF? Uh, the championship team when he played or the championship teams that he coached? Oh, goodness. Um, cause one was the first. I don't know. To me, well, the, the first the, is always the, the most special. Yeah. Uh, in 96, when that special team, um, because my history there, you know, I started in, started with football in 1970 and you know we were we were terrible we won 20 games in 10 years and and two or three of them were five win seasons i mean to go from there and then i re, i remember um we kalen scored on that reverse uh in the championship game and i thought my goodness we're going to be national champions and to let that sink in for almost a quarter and a half, just just the memories uh, you have of all those years when I was standing in rain and mail and phone booths outside calling in scores, but you know after we got thumped and but um, you know it just was such a great memory during that that game up in the press box just. Thinking all all those, you know, in '93 we had a lot of injuries, so those freshmen, which would have been Curtis and Kalen and Jeremy and a bunch of them, you know, they they're crucible trial by fire. But boy, when they were seniors, that 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 experience stood them in good stead. But I'd say second half of the national championship game when it dawned on me that. Uh, he had just scored on the reverse, and I thought, goodness, national, the natty, as they say. As to they be say hit. now, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sid Cordemar is our guest from USF. Is there a position at USF you haven't occupied at some point along the way in your career as a Cougar? Because I think of you, I honestly think you've pretty much done every potential job there that a human being could do. Haven't you? Yeah, pretty much in athletics. I was a, but I also worked maintenance and was a custodian. But I've not been president yet, Mark. So <laughs> maybe there's a 
gold there, but no, I'm just kidding. But, but I, um, yeah, I've been blessed to be able to serve in many capacities and, and have been just so fortunate to be at a quality institution, but, you know, get to know, um, and watch people grow and, and, um, and of course, case in point would be Kalen and Chuck and, and those guys as they came from players, you know, they had a, they, the 93 year was, well, we were what, two and eight, I think it was. And, and then they, uh, overcame, they grew and, and, but, uh, I've, I guess to say I've done just about everything in athletics. So, um, it's been fun. You have, you've pretty much done it all. And I guess the, mm-hmm. the reason I brought that up is so that people can understand how I asked or why I asked this next question. I, I can't imagine anyone aside from Bob Young, who is smiling down from heaven at all of this. I can't, I can't imagine anybody being more proud of Kalen being named the what 28th football coach at Alabama than Sid Quartermeyer. Oh, it was, it was great, you know, and people like to use various terms, but I, I just had to, so, um, forgive me if I go too long, but things I'm passionate about, I have a tendency, but, but we had texted, I texted. You got two guys. minutes and then we're done. Two minutes. Okay. All right. I, well, it won't be that long, but okay. so when they, um, earned the right to be in the playoff. I think they'd beat Oregon, and they were going to play Oregon ultimately again, I believe, or the last game of the year. Anyway, I texted him, all of them, and just wished him well and congratulated him and thanked him for, you know, Washington this year was so excruciatingly fun to watch. But but uh, but then he texted me back, and we said we'd call each other, and I said, I'll call you after the 8th. Of January, well then uh, the end of the Good season luck. came, and exactly the end of the season came. Well then, so that was Wednesday the tenth, and then all these things started. He said, "Yeah, let's." So all these things started coming out, and then it became more and more a reality. And then he signed, and what one jet flew out there to talk him into it and then he and the family flew back so um i knew i wasn't going to be able to talk to him until maybe march or april but but um i just uh had to let that sink in for a couple of days i kept saying it's alabama for crying out loud you know and and so that's that's a pleasant few days when it ultimately came to his press conference announcing this, you know, his, his, uh, beginning of his tenure. And that was just last Saturday. This yeah. That was just so fast. Yeah. Like I said, we, on Wednesday, we we're going to call each other probably on Monday. Well, then <laughs> stuff happens. And, and one of the things that I think will be a real asset for Kalen is Nick Saban will be a great help to him because 
Kalen will seek out his advice, his leadership, his mentorship like Coach Young. And I think that will be a great help to Kalen in his success at Alabama. I agree. Sid, thanks so much for your time. You're a great friend. You're a great friend to USF or even SF. See, as it was when I first moved here. Back in the day, yeah. The yeah. Sioux Falls College Cougars. <laughs> well, you came to town, what, 78 or yes, something like that? 1978, yep. Richmond shot, Spider. Shot a lot of those football games for highlights and came back wondering <laughs> what I was going to show. <laughs> I re- no lie, you had, to, you had to search. But, Matt, it's nice to talk and be on with you. I remember Matt from the days and... um uh, but, uh, Mark, thank you. It was very kind for you to have me on. I Absolutely. we got to run. Talk later, okay? All right. God bless. Yep. Yep. See ya. Sid Cordemeyer, our guest. Matt and I will come back to wrap up the show next. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to K-O-U-R-I insurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and Comfort King. Calling All Sports is heard on 15 stations in three states. And boy, have we had a lot to talk about the last couple of weeks. Matt Smith is here with me as co-host today from Dakota Bank. And uh, yeah, from Millbank to Tuscaloosa, who could have ever imagined yeah, I can't believe I have to cheer for Alabama, but I guess. Well, you don't. <laughs> you cheer for Kalen. I was wearing my Iowa Hawkeye jacket a couple of weeks ago with a Washington pullover underneath it. Some guy looked at me strange, like, what's this about? Yeah. I'm a Kalen DeBoer fan. So. Right. Oh, I, yeah, I have proudly worn my Washington hoodie and my Washington hat and. I'm not going to get rid of them. Now I got Fresno State stuff. But they're going I got back Washington deep stuff. in the closet. And I will not get an Alabama hoodie. I can pretty much guarantee you that. I'm an, I'm an Aggie for crying out loud. I'm a Texas A&M fan. Big time. So, well, we'll see. We, hey, they got a game, uh, driving distance, uh, in September out in Wisconsin. So I think there'll be a lot of South Dakota contingent making the trek over. And maybe even more to Knoxville on October 19th when Tennessee and Josh Hypo play host to Alabama. Thanks, Matt. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.